Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. Get ready for an enlightening conversation that will nurture your soul and help you live your best life. Now, here's your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson. Welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show. I am your host, Dr. Vicki Johnson, here on 96.3 HD4 and DCRadio.gov. Here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show, we have wealthy conversations that nurture the soul. And I have had I'm so blessed to have had over 200 conversations with some amazing people. And today we're going to have another one. And I know it's going to be incredibly inspiring, insightful, illuminating, and informative. My guest is the founder of DP Love Enterprises, LLC, and the Finishers Network. She is also an inspirational speaker and an expert in the areas of training and development. Her company, offers leadership and training, consulting, business coaching, and personal professional development coaching services and products. He has served as an advisor and coach to senior executives and leaders at many levels. She's conducted workshops and empowerment sessions nationally and coached individuals nationally and internationally. She is most known for her work with women who have a complex trauma History. My guest has taught undergraduate courses for various universities in Maryland and graduate courses for the University of Maryland, Baltimore, and the University of Southern California. She is the author of five self-help books, one of which was turned into a highly acclaimed stage production with a segment that has aired on a reality TV show and the producer of an inspirational CD. She has a bachelor's in applied psychology from Coppin State University and MSW and PhD from the University of Maryland, Baltimore, and an MBA from Morgan State University. She's smart, y'all. <laughs> she is a member of Executive Alliance, CEO Space International, SHRM, National Association for the Self-Employed, and the National Network for Social Work Management. In 2021, she was appointed by Governor Hogan to the Governor's Family Violence Council. She is an emeritus director of the University System of Maryland Foundation Board and the former chair of CSU's Development Foundation Board, where she served on the search committee for Coppin's current president. She has received numerous awards and recognitions from Maryland legislators and organizations, She is a licensed minister at the Shepherd's House International Christian Church, married to Dr. Maxwell Manning, proud mother to three adult children, grandmother to one grandson, and Palma to her granddog. You'll hear how you can connect with her at the end of our conversation. But for now, welcome to the Soul Wealth Radio Show, my sister, my friend, one of the most resilient women I know. Pamela Love Manning, a.k.a. Dr. Pam Love. Hello, sister. Hello, Hello. Dr. Vicki. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to finally, (laughs) finally have you here on the Soul Wealth Radio Show. So grateful. What was your thoughts, feelings, experience listening to me read your bio? I got tired. (laughs) I got tired. I said, what, what, what in the world? But 
Yeah, really. I I, I got tired. I said, I, I did this. I did that. But you know what? I also was feeling a sense of gratitude because mm-hmm. I'm so clear that with all that I've done, what's the song? Um, all that I hope to be. I uh-huh. always want to be. Uh-huh. I really do. I, I, you know, <laughs> when I listened, I thought, man, that that's a, a lot of stuff, but it's because of God. I, I won't even take the credit. I can't. You can't take the credit yet. You did the work I did. and it was with the power of Christ in you yes. that you accomplished these things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Pam, I take the time to read your bio every word with emphasis because you took the time to put in the work. You made the investment. Like you didn't wake up like this, right? <laughs> we talked about that uh, before we came on air. You took the time. You made the investment. You sacrificed tears, money, time, probably some relationships to mm-hmm. become this person that you are today to walk out this assignment that you have on your life. And so I take the time to read the bio the way that I do in full because you took the time. Yes. And it's my opportunity to celebrate you, my sister, to highlight you, to shine a light on you, and to say thank you, to say thank you for offering your gifts in the form of you to the world because you could have taken all of this genius, yes, genius, because you have a bachelor's, two masters, and a PhD, okay? Please. <laughs> uh, that's all I'm going to say. I know well, you, you know, put in yeah. the work. It's, it's, and it's, I think the other thing that I thought about was, you know, so often I will allow people or, or, you know, agree to having the bio read because there's a story behind that. And, you know, and, and so when you asked about how I was feeling, it also, my tears welled up in my eyes because I thought about all that I have gone through in the process. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that people don't often see. They they hear the accolades, they hear the degrees, they hear all of that, but they don't always know or have not been around to see what it took to get there. Ooh, just just exhale, everybody. She has a powerful story. You know, you are very well known for your work with women who have a complex trauma history. What is that for those who don't know? Like we hear trauma, we hear trigger, but what is a complex trauma history? What is that? So these are women, um, when you talk about complex trauma, this is trauma that has been ongoing. It's it's multiple situations um, over periods of time that people have gone through. And so there's there's lots of exposure, whether it is sexual trauma. And many of the women that I work with have a sexual trauma history. Okay. But there may have also been, you know, you could have an accident that could cause trauma. You could have, you know, certain relationship breakups. Um, so different things that contributed to trauma, domestic violence, mm-hmm. different things like that. And so these are women that have gone through long-term 
exposure to one or more or multiple, I should say, traumatic events in their life. Um, someone was was killed or murdered in front of them, um, you know, or in their family unexpectedly. So those are typically the women that I work with. But primarily, they even with all the other things, they typically have a sexual trauma history. Wow. And we know the damage that can do mm-hmm. yet 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 there are, there's hope because there are women like you doing this work so thank you for that too and and we'll go into that a little more in just a moment who inspires you dr pam or where do you glean your inspiration you know at this point in my life um a, my inspiration comes from several places. One, my children. Uh-huh. It is so amazing to me to watch um, the the children that I gave birth to now running successful businesses in relationships that honor and serve them. And so that's, you know, and, and, and my grandson, the grandson and the grand dog. <laughs> and so that's where some of my inspiration comes from. But it's also seeing mentees and others who are, are doing well. So I derive a lot of my inspiration from serving others, but also watching as others are really just growing and flourishing. I love that. And I have an appreciation for that. You know, that your work, your fruit, your harvest can bless you back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's a gift. That's yeah. an incredible gift that we each get to experience. Who are you at your core? If you take away all of these phenomenal degrees, these accomplishments, recognitions, your work in the world, who is Pam? Who are you at your core? What are your core values? Core values are family, mm-hmm. love, my, my faith in God. That, that's that's um, primarily one of my core values. So love, faith, family are, are my top three. Um, love, of course. Yeah. Love is yeah. absolutely in my top five. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and my and family and and friends, those are primarily what guide me. Those are the things that help me to that inform the decisions that I make. And so, I think at the core, though, it's interesting. Many people see me as very serious. Um, people often pull on my administrative side. Uh And at the core of who I am, that is not me. I love playing games. Uh I am competitive. (laughs) I am very good with sports, uh, (laughs) bowling and other things. I am competitive. You put me at a softball game or whatever. Uh I I am competitive. And, um, you know, so, so people get to see a little bit of that. But I enjoy having fun. And I don't do that enough. Mm. I think at the core, I love, I love serving. And I think people think that I prefer leading. I'm much more, I enjoy and, and someplace else that I get inspired when I get to serve others. It really um, does something for me. I, I, I can relate. 
<laughs> I can relate. I can relate to that. I love that. I love that. Love is your name. What was that like growing up with love as a last name? So that, okay. So that there, you know, there's a whole story for me, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> oh, story that I guess you don't know that, that story. So love was not my married, my, my maiden name. Love was my first marriage. Okay. And I completed my doctorate um, and I had that name. And so I am technically Dr. Love and Uh Annie. So, you know, when I remarried, that was a conversation Uh (laughs) about holding on to that. But just professionally, that's what I had, I was known by. And so it was a choice in terms of keeping that. But it's it's been just having that name. You know, I really believe that God allowed me to have that name because he wanted me to learn how to love myself and others. Wow. For a long time, I did not know how to love myself. But it was at the point in which I took on that name that I would embarked on a journey that really, really started to show me what love is. Listen, so in a way you did grow up with the name, even, even though it's not your maiden name. Yes. From the point that it became your name to now. Yes. There has been tremendous growth. There yes. has been a journey as love. Like that's powerful. Being love, <laughs> known as Dr. Love. Mm-hmm. Come on now. I, I, I look, I love that <laughs> understanding that we learn many lessons over the course of our lifetime. And you're an educator, you're a teacher, you're a mentor. That's what you do. Share one of your greatest lessons that you have learned that after you learned it, it caused you to pivot. One of the greatest lessons that I've learned is about, um, my perspective on how I view situations that don't turn out so well. Mm-hmm. So there have been times, there, there's been, I remember one particular instance where I spent a lot of money for some services and I didn't get what I was expecting. And I just complained about it and I was frustrated and I wanted, what can I do about this? And someone said to me, that was just a, an expensive lesson that you've learned. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and so when, when this particular gentleman said this to me, it really caused me to pause and said, and so take that. And what do you learn from that so that in the future you do better? And so when I realized it made me own my responsibility, my part in that situation. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't have certain things in place to protect me. I didn't know at that time, but I learned. And so, you know, it made me shift my perspective, shift my attitude and say, this all wasn't all on that person. I need to own my responsibility and look at things and not complain about it, but see what is it that I can take from this to do better. That's good, Pam. You know, I think personal responsibility is something we don't talk about enough. Mm-hmm. That we are in charge of our experiences, good and the not so favorable. 
Yes. Um, that in every moment we live at choice, we can take the lesson or we can continue to lament and project and wallow and be stuck. Yes. But I love, 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 love this lesson. Share a moment that changed you forever. Like after it happened, you knew your life would never be the same. A moment that changed my life was giving birth to my son. Hmm. Prior to having him, um, I was drinking. Uh, you know, it, it was nothing for me to, to be drunk. Okay. I was drinking, getting high, doing all kinds of things and had attempted suicide several times and just really didn't care about my life. And when I got pregnant with my son, there was a, a lady that I was working, I was working for a particular organization doing telemarketing and the owner's mother worked there and she used to bring me cigarettes. And after I told her I was pregnant, she continued to bring me cigarettes. And I said, I, you know, I was pregnant and she tried to convince me to have an abortion. Uh, and at this particular time I'd applied to go in the air force and had taken the tests. (laughs) So before this, before I found out I was pregnant, this was a little before I had, had applied to go in the, in the air force, not knowing I was pregnant and, you know, they did all the tests, I guess it was too early, but there was something I had put on the application about a rash that I used to get when I was little and they, they needed some documentation saying I didn't have that anymore. So it was shortly after that, that I found that I was pregnant. And because of a situation that I had when I was 13 years old, I could not abort this child. I just, there was something in me that refused, that would not allow me to to abort my son. And so I made the decision to not go in the Air Force and to keep my son. That experience of giving birth to him dramatically changed the trajectory of my life. It gave me someone to love, and that's that became a, a journey of learning um, that life was not just about the bad things that had happened to me, and that there were some good things, and that I did have a future. So that dramatically changed my life. Wow. You know, what struck me just now is the moment, as well as when you said, you know, having my son gave me someone to love. Mm -hmm. Did you not have a sense of having someone to love prior to that, including yourself? What was that like? I did it. I was in so much pain. So, you know, you know, part of my history, I was molested as a child. And, you know, so when I was 13 years old, I ended up pregnant and ended up in the hospital, had to do what they call a saline abortion. So I delivered a dead child. Um, Very traumatic for me. And that's when I was drinking more and doing all kinds of things. And so I was angry. Uh And even though I had both of my parents around, they didn't understand what I was going through. They loved me unconditionally, but Uh they didn't know how to deal with what ha- and they didn't know that I had been molested. Mm. So they didn't understand where some of my acting out came from. 
Yeah. So I was just angry. And then and then being forced to abort my child made me even angrier and it made me depressed. And I started getting the migraine headache every month. And so there was a lot of pain for me. And so I I was self-medicating. And so I did things, you know, becoming promiscuous and just acting out in ways that my parents didn't understand. But no one was there to help me. No one said, what happened to you? They just Mm -hmm. kept looking and saying, what's wrong with you? Yeah. And so consequently, I didn't know how I didn't. I saw love from my parents, but I didn't know how to receive love. And I didn't know how to feel love and be loved. Wow. Wow. What, what, in your opinion, and and we'll move on, this is just so good because so frequently, so often, parents don't know. And they think they're doing what's best. Yet, it's like they're triaging the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. And I love that you said, the question is, what happened to you? Mm -hmm. Not, what's wrong with you? (laughs) Yes. No, if you ask somebody what happened to you, it 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 frequently just opens a well. It does. Because you get to hear details from a place of vulnerability. Yes. Versus anger and resentment. That's right. No. Because what's wrong with you in some ways is you know, there's a judgment with that. You're, you're saying, I don't like how you're behaving, Yeah, behaving the way that I want you to, and I want you to stop it. So what, what you know, versus tell me what's, what's really going on. And I don't think we, we often don't ask that question to better understand what's happening. And so, you know, as you said, parents are triaging in a way that's not helpful. You know, when I was at, I, when I was teaching undergrad for Bowie State University, that's, it was around that time that I, I wrote the, I want my vagina back book. Uh-huh. That's because I was seeing so many young women and not so many women, young women who were coming to me and sharing their personal stories. Not that I asked them, but it, one thing that I noticed is that you know, I would simply talk to them and then they would feel comfortable to open up. And so mm-hmm. I would say, have you talked to your mom? Have you talked to your dad? Have you talked to an aunt? No, because they're just going to fuss at me. And so, you know, I would enc- I encourage parents to really listen, listen without judgment yeah, and to be open to hear what they're really experiencing and what they're feeling so that they can share with you and be very honest um, and transparent. I love, love, love this, Dr. Pamela Love. This is good. And, you know, the cadence, the pause is just so that those listening can really be watered with your words because it's so powerful. And I know that it's going to turn the light on, you know, for some people. Well, we're about to wrap up here. The time just really goes fast. What are you thankful for? 
I am thankful for today. (laughs) I, I really am. I'm learning to do better at being in the moment. Yeah. I have lived so much in my past. Wow. In my head, which which is in my head. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so I'm grateful for today. I'm grateful for this opportunity, Dr. Vicki. Really, I really am. Um, I so admire you. And I, you know, I we don't talk often. But I peek in on you on Facebook and, you know, and when we do talk, it's like we just picking up from yesterday. And so I'm, I'm grateful for you and, the, and what you're doing, um, the ways in which you're impacting so many people's lives. Thank you. I am, you're welcome. Yeah, I, I, I'm grateful for just where my life is today and that, you know, God is just the favor that's on my life. Uh I'm grateful. I I really am. And um, I am grateful for you and our friendship, our sistership. Mm -hmm. You have been a tremendous blessing to me. You have been a safe place for me when I needed that. And I will forever honor you for that. And, you know, be available to reciprocate, am available to reciprocate the same. Yes. And, you know, this is just a part of my assignment to flood the earth with soul wealth. And you definitely are a part of that. You have such a pure heart and spirit. And I'm just grateful that um, I get to share who you are and the Finishers Network. Listen. Finish strong. That's what Dr. Pam is about, is helping those that she impacts finish strong. How can our listeners connect with you to get more information about what you're doing, purchase your book, you know, just stay connected. Social media, website, both, however you want to connect with people. How can they do that? Absolutely. Thank you. They can send me an email at finishers network at gmail.com. Again, that's finishers network at gmail.com. On social media, I'm I'm not, I'm working on doing more on social media, probably on Facebook. It's, you know, it's under my name. Um, I, I post probably more on there than in any other place. But, um, you know, to and find on Facebook, your, that's at um, Pamela Love Manning or Dr. Pam Love. Yeah, okay. Pam, no, it's under Pam, um, Pam Love Manning. Okay. Uh, on Facebook. And so that I think that's that's really, you know, I often post love thoughts on Facebook. But in terms of the Finishers Network, if someone's interested, again, you can send me an email. You know, we are right now doing a course. It's it's already started, but we'll be offering some other things in the future on endurance. Huh. Uh, one of the things, uh, you know, realize that people start a lot of things and sometimes they can get to the finish line. However, there are those who have difficulty in the process. Mm-hmm. It is in the process when you want to lay down and give up. And so putting some things in place to help people finish with their start, but be able to develop the endurance to finish. So, um, you know, for more information, people can contact me at that email address. Finishersnetwork at gmail.com. Thank you, Dr. Pamela Love, 
Manning, a.k.a. Dr. Pam Love. So grateful that you're here sharing with us on 96.3 HD4 and DCRadio.gov. You can visit my website, vickijohnson.com. I am on most social media platforms at All Things Vicky. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, All Things Vicky Johnson. And Vicky is V-I- K-K-I. Listen, soul wealth is your birthright. It is your inheritance. So go out into the world, live with passion, live on purpose, live with intention, live with intention and finish, (laughs) finish strong as Dr. Pam Love has shared with us today. Go out and live full so you can die empty. Until next time. Peace. You've been listening to Soul Wealth, wealthy conversations that nurture the soul with Dr. Vicki Johnson. Soul Wealth is not just a brand. It's a lifestyle of vision, compassion, authenticity, abundance, and legacy created one conversation, one choice at a time. For more information, visit VickiJohnson.com or click on soulwealth at dcradio.gov.